Hey there, Buckeye fans. Tito Jeff Thidoff here with you. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's the Buckeye Blitz. Again, follow me on Twitter, at ThitHappens. A uh, lot to get into today. The um, Let's start with some the Buckeye, obviously the bowl game news. They're going to play Georgia. The number uh, Buckeyes coming at number four. Georgia at one, Michigan two, and TCU three playing the other game. The game's at the Peach Bowl. Before people start complaining about, oh, why is it a home game? It's not, I mean, they're in Athens. The game's in Atlanta. Um, these sites are all predetermined. And we already know the sites for the semifinal games for next year as well. And they always put the team, uh, the number one team gets geographic preference. So because of that, that's why the game's in Athens, Georgia. If Michigan were the number one seed, Michigan could choose either we go to Arizona or we'll go to Georgia for the semifinal game. So it wasn't set rigged this way, like, oh, home field, all this. No, none of that. This is all predetermined. Uh, what's interesting, though, is so Ohio State goes in to play the top-ranked Georgia Bulldogs. Should be a great game. And who knows, maybe the Buckeyes will get a shot at Michigan. Um, there was a lot of a lot of talk after TCU lost to Kansas State that evening, Saturday night, about, well, maybe OSU will jump TCU. Maybe OSU will get to third, TCU to four. And a lot of people, a lot of analysts actually predicted that would happen. Didn't happen, and I understand why. The next morning, people started to get a little smarter about, you know what, TCU's one blemish is a loss in the conference championship game in overtime by three points to a damn good Kansas State team. So even though they both have one loss, even though Ohio State was more dominant most of the season, played a tougher conference than TCU did the Big 12. All that's true. TCU, though, deserves to be there. I would have loved to see an Ohio State-Michigan rematch. I still hope to see one, hopefully, in the championship game, um, which is out in California this year. It's an Englewood again, predetermined. But um, it should be a fun game, Ohio State and Georgia. Georgia's defense, their pass defense, has been exposed quite a bit this year. Could mean for a big game for C.J. Stroud. Um, again, playing in a dome, too, so elements will not be a factor, which seemed to have affected Stroud a couple times this year. For people getting on C.J. Stroud, he's still one of the best quarterbacks in Ohio State history. He's had a phenomenal career at Ohio State so far. And you're complaining about his running. Look, he's not a running quarterback. That's all there is to it. In high school, in high school, you get the athletic kids that are quarterbacks that are going to run for a lot of yards, pass for a lot of yards. Wasn't the case with C.J. Stroud. In his high school career, he rushed for less than 400 yards. That's his entire career. So he's not a run. Never was. It's not like Ohio State has said to him, hey, don't run. He's just not comfortable running the ball, prefer to throw it. That's all there is to it. Will it hurt his draft stock? Maybe. Has it Ohio State this year? A little bit at times, yeah. Still, one of the best passes Ohio State has ever had. He's not the dual threat that JT Barrett was um, or that Justin Fields was. He's not that dual threat quarterback. Nonetheless, he's a damn good quarterback, and he's got a great matchup coming up against Georgia and a chance to prove to people how good of a quarterback he is. Uh, Jack Smith and Jig was going pro. He's going to set out the bowl game. Um, Todd McShay on ESPN reported that the, the belief is that, you know, JSN's healthy enough to play. He's choosing not to. I trust Dave Biddle from Bucknuts more. And Dave Biddle said anybody who thinks that's true is out of their minds because he said JSN's probably at 75% healthy right now. If he goes out there and plays the bowl game, pops a hamstring, it could destroy his draft status. I am absolutely fine with JSN not playing in the bowl game. I want JSN to do what's best for him and his career, for his family, for his pocket. I want that for JSN. There's no, look, Ohio State's done just fine without JSN this year so far. He's got five passes this year. He's been out most of the season since he got hurt against Notre Dame in the first half. So good for JSN. He's going pro. You know, did a lot of things. So Buckeyes are great. The Buckeyes are not going to miss him. And that's not disrespect to JSN. With how many weapons Ohio State has, though, and they put up huge numbers this year without uh, Jack Smith and Jigba in. 
Um, get off his back. Don't give him grief on social media. Don't blast the guy. He's doing what's best for his family and himself. That's all he's doing, and I'm always in favor of that. Also, uh, Ohio State offensive coordinator Kevin Wilson has been with the team for six years after a six-year stint at Indiana as a head coach. He is leaving to go join Tulsa. He'll be the Tulsa Golden Hurricanes head coach. Um, stay on through the championship season. I'm surprised by that. Just because December 21st is early signing day, and I would think you want to be a huge part of that as the new head coach. Whatever reason, though, we'll see. One stick it out. He's going to stay with the Buckeyes through the bowl game. So uh, we'll see what happens there. But he's gone. He was uh, 26 and 47 in six seasons in Indiana. Came to Ohio State after he got let go there, and did a great job with this uh, with the offense at the time he's been coordinating. Nonetheless, I hope Brian Hartline gets serious consideration for this. It's the next progression for him. It's the next logical progression. Maybe a co-offensive coordinator. I think he should be the offensive coordinator for Ohio State for the future. There's talk about Dallin Hayden, the Ohio State running back, the freshman uh, out of Tennessee. There's talk of him transferring back to his home state and playing for the Volunteers next year after the season, after this season, uh, perhaps being enticed by a big NIL deal. You know what? Hayden might be pissed off because he won that game in the second half for them. And then after that was almost a four, almost just a, a lost player on the team. He didn't get to play it as much as I thought he would. Very talented running back. I I understand if he wants to go. I will understand that. And Ohio State, look, they'll be fine. They're still gonna have a great offensive line. There'll be plenty of running backs. So guys, the transfer portal, things are gonna work out. They aren't going to be left without a single stud, stud running back next year. Um, you know, Travion Henderson has to come back. I think Mayan Williams is eligible to go, but I don't know if he will or not. One of those guys may transfer also. Who knows? But Ohio State will be just fine. So Dallin Hayden, if he wants to, if it's best for him, go to Tennessee. It's okay. Ohio State will be just fine. Ohio State's not going to uh, have a lack of talent at running back no matter what. All right, let's switch over um, basketball. Ohio State won 99 over St. Francis, Pennsylvania on, uh, I think it was Sunday. Um, OSU had a 44-36 lead at the half. They pulled away 52-23 in the second half. Uh, there were great performances by some of the newcomers. Um, Look, Ohio State made 13 of 23 three-point line, which is always nice. Bruce Thornton had 13. Uh, Roddy Gale had 12. Roddy Gale Jr. had 12 points. Felix Lakpara had 10 points, 12 rebounds. Sean McNeil had 10. McNeil's quite the fire plug. Uh, fire plug. I don't want to say it, He's uh, quite the spark off the bench. Let's put it that way. Uh, quite the three-pointer gets going. The Akpara performance is huge. And the current, just he got the double-double in just 16 minutes of play. He's a very raw player. He's 6'11", 220, freshman from Nigeria. He will at the game without taking a shot. He really will. As he crashes boards, blocks shots, and adjusts shots for the defense. I'm excited about watching him grow. And he is somebody, if he's going to give them solid 16 to uh, 16 to 20 minutes a night, that's you. And I don't, care if, I don't care if he fouls out in 18 minutes. He will play enough and do enough damage in 16 to 20 minutes that'll make a huge impact for Ohio State on the defensive side of the ball. They play Rutgers on Thursday. Nine days later, they take on UNC at Mad Square Garden as part of the CBS Sports Classic. So uh, after they play Thursday, again, nine days off before they play Carolina. Got plenty of time to rest up. And these next two games are fun to watch for Ohio State. There are five men's Big Ten, Big Ten teams in the top 25 uh, AP poll. Purdue was four, 13 Maryland, 14 Indiana, 17 Illinois, OSU 25. In the coaches' poll, there's six as Iowa joins them. It's four, Purdue. Uh, Indiana's ranked 11th. Maryland, 13th. Illinois, uh, 17th there also. Ohio State's 23rd, 24th ranked Iowa. Uh, Purdue is such a damn good team. 
They've got wins against Gonzaga and Duke. They beat Gonzaga by 18, Duke by 19. They are a dangerous team in the Big Ten. Your Big Ten's a good team. Um, as far as men's basketball go, we'll talk about that in a second. But Ohio State will have plenty of challenges. A guy like Akpar would be big against Purdue. They're going to need a lot out of him. Uh, but I like where this team's headed. I still say, Sweet 16 team this year. Mark it down. Save this. Shoot me a, a text back if I'm wrong. Call me an idiot. At that happens on Twitter if you want to. But I still think this team is going to make it to the Sweet 16. The Ohio State women had a huge win at Louisville, 96-77 to against the perennially nationally tough Louisville Cardinals. And they also won at Rutgers, 82-70. Interesting about Ohio State is the game against Rutgers, J.C. Sheldon did not play in that game. She's been battling injuries. And um, against Louisville, she played eight minutes and had 22 points. But then for whatever reason, she did not play against Rutgers. They have not given any kind of update as to why. If we back for their next game um, against New Hampshire, she's part of this team. But they rolled Rutgers by 12, even without J.C. Sheldon, which is impressive. Buckeyes have now moved up. The number three in the country, NP top 25. Um, OSU's third, Indiana's fourth, Michigan is 14th, Iowa's 16th, Maryland's 20th. That's five teams for the Big Ten women's side in the top 20. Going to be a grind through that conference as well. Can't wait to see what uh, uh, Kevin McGuff's girls do against ladies do against this uh, the, the stiff Big Ten competition coming up. I still think they are a Final Four potential team. They are that deep, they are that good. They're not just one play, they play well. Jason Greenback is huge for this team. And by the way, if you're in the Columbus area, go check them out. It's a it, go get a ticket, get to sit close. Uh, McGuff has his team rolling. This is his best team he's had at Ohio State. Again, the women have New Hampshire on Thursday, and they play Michigan. The Buckeye Blitz. Follow me on Twitter again at It Happens. Lots more to talk about this week. We get to the games when Ohio State men and women both play on Thursday. More bowl news. Find out the transfer news coming up as well. But uh, go Bucks. Follow me on Twitter at It Happens.